So I mean, they picked the right person because Emily Blunt is practically perfect in every way. That is factually accurate. Hello and welcome to another episode of Geek Chew, a podcast where we talk about the stuff that we like. Uh, my name's Eamon. And I'm Charlene. And our intro music is by my brother, Ryan. And uh, this is our, I guess, 2017 year in review for movies uh, and stuff we're looking forward to that's coming out this year. But I don't know, uh, an update on our book club book, which was uh, started quite a while ago, but is quite thick. We're both more than halfway through it. Yes. Uh, almost page like 500 at 800, somewhere around there. It's very good. Very good. And I just wish that I had more time to invest in it. It was, I was getting through a little bit better when we had the two copies. So I might run back over to the library to see if. Yeah. Uh, and when we picked the book, it was shortlisted for the man booker and it lost out to Lincoln on the Bardo, which we also. In the Bardo. In the Bardo. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's the ticket which uh was a difficult listen as far as an audiobook goes we must have uh, i'd like to actually read the book because I, think so too. I also i can't imagine that i would still find it better than what we're reading right now because it's really good but yeah um i looked up a list of like of best audiobooks right now and that was on it like I mean, there's no doubt I think the production was was good. Yes. uh, The production, like, they had a lot of different voice actors doing it. Uh, Yeah, I think like 166 or something ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. It's just, (laughs) I mean, there's just one person for each voice. And it's, I mean, it just gets a little bit confusing. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. But um, 4321 which I don't think we've said, but that is the book that we're reading for book club. And, uh, it's super good. Super but, good. Uh, but we're not talking about it right now. Cause we're not. No, there's just an update that we are actually in fact still reading it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we did get Allie Smith's new book winter. Yes. I see it over there on the bookshelf, which, uh, I don't know if we're going to, mix it up and not do that for our next book club book or I suppose it just depends on if we have something else that we want. But, um, I think we still have a a while to decide. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. But anyway, uh, so I mean, do you want to just get right into the movies? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think 2017 was just a really good movie year. I agree. And we haven't even seen a lot of the, the smaller movies that I really want to catch up on. A lot of them. I have a whole list of stuff that we just haven't even watched. And I find uh, myself gravitating more. We've been watching like a ton of TV the last few years. Mm -hmm. And the movies this year were so good. Uh, I just feel like I would like to invest more time in movies this year than TV. Although there is a a a lot of good TV out there still. Uh, We're about to finish Dark on Netflix. We have one more episode. We'll probably talk about that when we record next. But... For the movies that came out in 2017, like even the smaller ones that 
we've been putting off like free fire. I really wanted to see. And we watched that finally with, um, Brie Larson and army hammer and edge of 17 hell or high water. All those movies were really good. Even, even King Arthur legend of the sword, the guy Ritchie movie was super good. <laughs> I thought, yeah, but as far as, I don't know how you want to go about doing, like I, I wrote out a bunch of movies that I remembered us seeing and like worked off of a list of, you know, the highest grossing movies to kind of jog my memory. And then I kind of looked at that list and numbered like one through five, my top five movies. Um, but there's so many more that I like really enjoyed. Do you want to do like, we can each do our top five, like start at five, even though I'm sure there's some overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. We'll start and, at five. And then we can just kind of throw in some other movies uh, that we both really liked and um, maybe what's coming out in 2018. So this was really difficult. It was really <laughs> difficult. It, it gave me lots of anxiety when you were like, why don't you pick your top five? And I was like, ah. Yeah. And so one of our discussions was, well, how am I even supposed to like rank these? Are, are these like movies that we think were the best art movies or whatever you know right because like my favorite and like me thinking like this was a better movie than this you know as far as yeah so that's the way like i ranked them just uh based on how much i enjoyed the movie yeah Um, Um, or what i kind of did a mix i kind of was like like how much i enjoyed it but also like how it made me feel watching it in the movie theater and all that all that kind of stuff yeah I i think which one which ones were most impactful? No, yeah. I think. And we yeah. did these lists quite a while ago. Right. Uh, I just actually updated it like right before we sat down. Just yeah. Like I, I switched it a, up a little bit. I switched a number, but I didn't move anything out of my top five. I did. So, and one of the things we talked about was I thought that Wonder Woman maybe wasn't even in my top five, but it is. It's number five for me. Ah, that's interesting because. Wonder Woman didn't make my top five. Really? Yes, I thought it was going to, but I had to really reevaluate. <laughs> it was it's it's it was tough to to put it, it was, on there. It was really tough to leave, to it, leave off. it off. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I I left it on because well I guess for several reasons you know one it was just it was so good um, one of the best scenes in movies in my opinion uh, for the year was the No Man's Land scene. And yes, that was great. Definitely, probably, definitely, definitely, probably, definitely the best DC movie so far. And, you know, kind of a big DC fan. So it was really satisfying to see that. And it was, um, it was just really well done. Chris yeah. Pine is hilarious. Obviously, Gal Gadot is fantastic in it as well. But I don't know. What, what was your number five then? Thor. Uh, that is my number two movie of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Thor is my, um, you weren't supposed to give it away. Your your number two. Well, no, I think we can, right? Because I don't, we don't want to talk about it twice, like separately. I guess. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. So Thor is my number five. Yeah. It just made the list. It was like really between that and Wonder Woman, but then I went and thought about it on like a rewatchability. And Thor is just, I mean, it's just really well done. Yeah. Marvel's doing a great so job. Funny. And this is probably my favorite Marvel movie of all of them. So, Which is crazy. Yeah, which is crazy because they're pretty much all all fantastic. Right. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we talked about Thor a lot when we did the episode. Yeah, so um, we don't really have to go but over it was much just, else. But. It's so funny. Uh, a lot of, you know, kind of moving parts to it as well. Yeah. And uh, just their, their use of the soundtrack and Led Zeppelin song and uh, Immigrant song. It was all just really good. But um, Yes. So my number four. This is what I switched. I switched three and four, but I put Get Out as number four. Ah, uh, Get Out's not on my list. Yeah. Yeah, my number four is Baby Driver. So Get Out is like my, uh, the one movie I have on my list that is big, um, kind of awardsy. Really? Yeah, like Oscar, you know, contention, all that stuff. That's interesting to me. Uh, I'm not going to give but away I re- my other yeah. things then. It's funny because this is, we we put we put off watching this movie for so long, but we finally did sit down and watch it, and I think it would have been good to see it in the theater, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't. So, but when we finally did sit down to watch it, even though you kind of knew what it was about almost exactly based on the trailers, everything was just done so well. Like, yeah, I think the the what, layers of of what this movie is about and what it's and who it speaks to as far as um enjoyability is amazingly complex so like just as like a creepy horror like just freak you out kind of movie spot on but then like with all of the speaking to like a greater greater like social commentary different shots the way like the beats for it to be like with the tension and the you know, like I mean, like, it's just, and it's just really well acted. The way the yes. way everybody pulls it off, um, and you can, I think, one of the conversations around, and I, I don't really know the Oscar nominees exactly. I don't know if was the actor um, Daniel Kaluuya was he nominated? Uh, you know, I don't know because they, I know that they just recently, within like what the last week or so, released right the, released the the nominees. I have not looked at the list. Yeah. So he was nominated for best actor in a leading role. He's acting normal, mm-hmm. you know, cause he has to act like he's okay with everything that's going on in the movie. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it was, I don't know. It was really good, but you're, I've already forgotten what your number four was. Baby driver, baby driver. That's right. I, again, that was a movie I really enjoyed, but just when I think back to like the actual, um, movie going experience uh, that I had when we went to see that I started out like very intensely into it, but you know, towards the end of the movie, they, they kind of lost me with some of the, yeah, I know um, that you felt that way. And I remember we discussed it like right after we were leaving the theater and we, we talked about it a little bit, but I did not feel like that yeah. at all. I, I felt, and I that didn't feel of, like that the second time I watched yeah. it. I felt like that, like just in the moment, like excitement about what was happening on the screen and like, and how perfectly timed and choreographed it was, was just so fun for me that I can't not love it for that. I think, you know, it might've just been the mood I was in when we, when we saw it the first time, it just seemed like it dragged, um, in the second half. Uh, but ultimately that still kind of stuck with me when I was making my, my top five list. So even though I still, you know, we've watched it at least five or six times since then. Right. uh, And we listened to the music all the time. We made a playlist and Mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was good. I mean, the the holes in the plot, like they're definite 
plot holes for it, but like all of that is just so whatever compared right. to like the feeling that that movie movie gives me when when I watch it. Yeah. So that's why it's my number four. So number three for me. Uh huh. I think the one that I picked for my number three is not going to be on your list at all, but that's okay. My number three was Logan. Mine is Coco, but my number two is Logan. No. Yeah. That that's surprising to me. That that it's that high on your list. I just assumed it wasn't even going to be on it for some reason. <laughs> um. So, well, let, let's do Coco first because I really did enjoy that, and I had a great time. You know what, though, that twenty-minute Frozen thing really—it it really did put does, a damper on the movie does, experience. Yeah, that's—I mean, that is unfortunate. Yeah. But setting that aside, I, I mean, the, it's just brilliant and beautiful, and something that really is timely and just culturally uh, well put together. Yeah, they really took the time to to do it right right and that's another one of those movies that i can't wait for it to come out so that we can watch it a few more times uh and it was one of my favorite experiences at the movies seeing it with the kids it was i'm 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 wondering how different it would feel watching it having not spent this time living in south texas the way that we have because Mm -hmm. it seems really cool like the the stuff there that we get just in the culture of living in san antonio right makes maybe a little more sense to us like maybe yes. we don't even know that it makes more sense to us at this exactly. point exactly um but it's just i mean number three it's right yeah. up there so so logan logan why i'm very interested to know why you put it at number two because i really didn't think that it was going to be on your list when it wasn't for like four okay. or five so <laughs> While this isn't the kind of movie that I could necessarily like stick on and and, like watch over and over, you have this ability to just be like, I love this movie and I'm going to watch it a bunch of times. And then you put it on and I think it's awesome and I get really into it again. But I just, I don't do that. But this was just really good. Like it was, um, it took all of the best things um, about like the, the Wolverine character that um, Hugh Jackman um, has been bringing for, for gosh, how many years now? 17 years? Yeah, something like something that. Something crazy. And like it's the, the culmination of this character that is really like beloved in my heart. It was like the first like comic book experience that I had was was reading X-Men with as like a, a kid. Mm-hmm. And, and not only that, like the, the story was just, so unexpected but really yeah. good and then also the you know x23 character was so well done and like that actress was perfect for yeah. that role and um, it was amazing just to watch the scene for scene beautifully done beautifully timed just i mean it was just a one of my favorite movies that we watched this year yeah it, you know this it was actually nominated for an oscar for screenplay and but, awesome, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, uh, you're right. The story is is really good. They just um, made great choices, hard the, choices, the, difficult the, choices. The genre mashup, which is, I think, something. At least the movies from Fox, we're going to see some more of. You know, they they put out the first R-rated, you know, well, not first R-rated comic book movie, but the first hard R movie in this iteration of superhero movies that have been 
building since 2008 or whatever. Right. Um, with Deadpool and then this kind of, you know, Western, also hard R with characters that we already know um, from a franchise. And I don't think we've talked about the trailer for New Mutants that we've seen yet. But no, that looks so awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's another X-Men movie, but it's, I mean, it's another like... X-Men universe yeah, movie. But it's a horror movie. It, and it looks really good. I, I got pushed, I think, to 2019. Um, what? Yeah. I I don't remember why, but it was a really good movie. And, uh, well, geez. I, what's your number one? <laughs> <laughs> no. What's your number two? No, uh, my number two was uh, Thor. Oh, right. We talked about that. Okay. No. Mine, number one was, well, let's say at the same time. Three. Two, one. Star Dunkirk. Wars, the Last Jedi. <laughs> Dunkirk. Wow. <laughs> Star Wars, really. I really liked Star Wars, but it did not make my top five. So I know that there was a lot of controversy about some fan opinions about the movie. Oh, I, none of that mattered to me. No. Yeah, definitely not to me either. But when we sat down to watch it, even just the initial Star Wars, the the music kicks on and the the scroll just from beginning to end. It was my favorite experience at the movie theater this year uh, with characters that I really loved from the old star Wars movies and uh, the newer ones with Kylo Ren and Ray. And I don't know. I mean, it, I love that from, movie too. It just was, from front to back. Yeah. And there was nothing quite like watching it for the first time to me this year Mm -hmm. um the second time it was still good but like we talked about already it was it was a different experience and that first viewing of the movie was special to me like it was it was really good it was really good dunkirk yeah (laughs) i mean i like dunkirk a lot Uh, i it's hard for me to pinpoint exactly why this was so like um, appealing to me no and and you know what's weird is is I don't really go for that like um, historical yeah. accounts of things, but just something about the way that this was filmed. Right, the, it comes back to the filmmaker, right? Yeah, the minimal the minimal dialogue lent itself to this movie. I mean, um, just the color palette, the feeling that it made me feel both times watching it because we watched it twice in the theater, and yeah. you know just me with my my hands like to my face just because it was just so intense i can't like you know set that aside just because like while i wouldn't say it was a fun movie like that probably that movie probably impacted me more than anything else that we watched this year no well that's cool uh and i don't i mean i don't necessarily like filmography wise or whatever and right you know uh, um with the with the academy awards i don't you know really see it as really in the running for best picture and you got the nom though right i don't know i'd have I to check yeah but um <laughs> but like i mean i see a lot of other things up there above this and yeah I, it, well but i just love it let's do you want to talk about some of the some of the other yeah, yeah. Best picture stuff, uh, especially, uh, you know, we've seen some of them. There's some of them we haven't seen and I want to see. Well, so I printed out the, the like, you sent me like a, a, a list of like the 
the movies, like best movies of the year that weren't like box office top mm-hmm. toppers. And so I went through that and like sort of underlined the ones on there that I did see and then kind of like made notes next to the ones that I had wanted yeah. to, to see. And Well, as far as um, like the big critically acclaimed pictures this year, um, stuff we did see like uh, that we haven't talked about, Lady Bird. Right. Um, which uh, we, I think we both really liked. I did. I need to see it again. I but, feel like towards the end of the movie, it was a little bit sleepy. And yeah. so I think some of it I, I missed. I don't remember like falling asleep, but I think some of the, the stuff just sort of kind of yeah. passed me. And I, I really liked the movie a lot. Me too. Um, I just, I didn't walk out of there thinking it was the best movie I had seen in 2017. And that was the, I mean, I, I get a lot of my, um, critical assessment of, of culture from the ringer, mm-hmm. like all their podcasts and their articles and stuff. So, I mean, it, right, it kind of opinions you trust and, yeah, and appreciate, it, but also everybody at the ringer thought that lady bird was really awesome. And one of the, if not the best movie of the year. And I just didn't, I didn't get that uh, feeling while I was watching it, but it was, mm-hmm. it was really good. I, I just, I guess I don't even really have a lot to say about the movie itself. I think it's interesting because it sort of takes place in the late nineties, right? She's graduating no, early two thousands. Yeah. 2002, er, I think. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So basically that like places it right around the time that we were graduating high school, I mean, yeah. but a little bit after. And so, but you also had a completely different childhood experience than, than than what happened in this film too so yeah and so a lot of people find it nostalgic a lot of people identify with the connection the film has to place Uh, you know it's sacramento and it's very lovingly uh kind of right it's like a a love story to sacramento right yeah and and you know i i moved around and but that's the way we feel about the boston area like right i get that yeah but But you you also weren't like a teenage girl with these kinds of struggles. So right. I can see how that didn't like feel yeah. the same. So anyway, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Uh, we did also see the shape of water. Yeah. I loved it. I know that you didn't like it as much as I did. I really didn't. I was. And, and, and a lot of people felt that way. They just thought it wasn't one of Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's best. Right. But it is, I mean, it's up for best picture and best director and it was beautiful. Like, Right. Uh, I mean, I, I think the point is a lot of the, the it was very heavy handed with its like life lesson-y kind of things. Yeah. And, you know, when we left and you were like, well, it's, it's a fairy tale. Yeah. And I was, and I did, you know, I don't know if you listen, you probably didn't listen to the binge mode they did on Shape of Water. I but did not. They did a lot of that comparison of, you know, th- this is what a fairy tale does. And that is what this movie did. But it's also, I guess, just not really what I was looking for in yeah. A movie. And that's okay. In that movie, especially, I guess, based based on how much I thought I was going to like it. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, it was still good, but I just, I couldn't put it anywhere near my, my top movies for the year. Yeah. Uh, but did you read the article or the the blog post I sent you on that, the Hulk critic? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a good read uh, and he really loved it. I, I just, it was good. <laughs> it was good, and I loved it more than you. Uh, some of the other stuff that we haven't seen, um, like the post, 
uh, well, Call Me By Your Name is supposed to be very good, but it was shut I, out at the Oscars, I guess. What? Kind of. Yeah, I guess so. It did get a best screenplay, right? But no, yeah, I, yeah, no, no best like, actor right. um, stuff. I really, really want to see that. No, oh, I want to see it too, yeah. Um, I'd also like to see Lost in Paris, which I guess came out in the middle of the year. It's on this list that you sent me, and I hadn't heard of it at all, but I read the description, and this is what um, made me uh, want want to watch it. It's just the, the first sentence here. It says, why it's great, colon. Fans of La La Land's Technicolor Whimsy, the bizarrery of Amelie, and or the low-key hijinks of Wallace and Gromit cartoons should she- seek out the latest from Abel and Gordon. So those are like... Like, I liked La La Land, but the best part for me about La La Land was the, was the Technicolor whimsy. Amelie, one of my favorite movies of all time. And then who does it? And, like, Wallace and Gromit is the best. Mm. So, like, that description, while I don't know anything else about what this movie is about, makes me want to see this movie. No. And so that's on my list of um, must-see for the year, which we're going to put together our six each, which we didn't finished last right. year but so it's know. more like 10 each probably this yeah. time <laughs> well no we just recycle the list yeah so well, if we want to add those back on yeah, we'll see phantom thread is another big one that i desperately want to see and i, I, do I might too. maybe we can go tomorrow night oh, like late yeah late show <laughs> maybe yeah. not i'm okay with that i just uh you gotta get up early monday morning and uh, some of the, there's a lot of smaller movies too that, um, I wanted to see like, well, we bought a ghost story, uh, and I yes. want to watch that. Um, Florida project was supposed to be really good. That's one of those movies I'm going to have trouble finding the desire to actually start up, even though it would probably not be, um, a mistake to do it. Um, Oak, Oakja is supposed to be like super good. What's it's that? like a Netflix movie. Oh, it's the girl that has like this huge oh yeah yeah pig or elephant thing i don't I thought remember it was like <laughs> yeah 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 i know sure um not. stronger i really want to see i want to see that too personal shopper with um kristen stewart yeah i want to see that as well you know what i did just watch that i wanted to see since this summer it was ingrid goes west uh, i think it's on hulu it is i just watched it oh you did watch it yeah i watched it uh, yesterday was it good it was good yeah. it was really good um, we could, uh, maybe we should just run down some of the movies that we also saw already. I just have a short list of stuff that I really enjoyed, but you know, yeah, like yeah, Colossal, yeah. like Loved we already, Colossal. We, already talked we talked about, about that. that one, uh, the big sick, loved the big sick. We talked about that one as well, though. I, I really liked Blade Runner 2049. I liked it as well. Um, uh, it wouldn't have made it like close to my, um, like top five list, but, yeah. uh, it, it was close to mine. I had I kind of bracketed I, I Blade Runner might and, be on and Dunkirk, like as movies that I really wanted to yeah, honorable move down mentions. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy two, fantastic. It was it very was fun. So good, very good. Loved it. Atomic Blonde, great. I liked Atomic Blonde too, and I talked to somebody who didn't like it as much. They thought oh, it was well, like the worst, stupid. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the Foreigner, Jackie Chan. Yeah, you Lisa. know what I want to see is um, Alien Covenant. Yeah, we should watch Prometheus first again. Yes. Yeah, but it's going to be a tough sit. Maybe we should just watch Alien Covenant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So the Foreigner with Jackie Chan, it was good. We talked a little bit about it. Yeah, I think we did. Okay, so 
the first thing on my list for 2018 is obviously Black Black Panther. Yes, obviously. Which we have our tickets for. Yeah. Um, the second thing I hope is The Incredibles 2. Uh, it's it's on my list, but it comes out in June, so it was mostly uh, chronological that I oh, listed okay. out. Because I was just going to say, like, there's nothing I'm more excited for. Right. It's big in our house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the next one I had was also in February, uh, Annihilation, which I hadn't really seen anything for until we watched that. No, I, it was the trailer I showed you with um, Natalie Portman. And oh yeah, Jennifer Jason looks Lee, amazing. Tessa Thompson, and it's a the movie's directed by Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina, based on a Jeff Vandermeer novel, which I've never heard of, but kind of want to read. But also not before we see this movie, because mm-hmm. I don't really want to be comparing it to the book when I watch it, because it, it looks pretty. You know what it made me think yeah. of when I watched the trailer was the After Death book that we read. Um, just the the walled off kind of world where things are different. Um, Who wrote that one? Scott Snyder with Jeff Lemire did the art. It was the big, the big three volume. Well, the yes, volumes were yes, yes. Oh, yeah, AD. Yeah, yeah, after death. Okay, right, right. Uh, that was that's the one with the weird yeah. timeline stuff or yeah, yeah, the and memory it, stuff. Yeah, and it um, for some reason just made me think of that, but. The movie Probably itself. Probably because of the mist of the book. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But. It looks really good. It does. Pacific Rim Uprising comes out in March this year. And I I don't expect it. it I mean, it's going to be, I think, a completely different movie than the first one, right? Yeah. Even though it's got well, some it like, carryover be. characters and stuff. Um, it looks... It's not a Del Toro movie. It's it's more kind of an action movie. Right. Hard stop, maybe. Mm-hmm. But still looks pretty awesome. Uh Ready Player One, I'm not really excited to see. but see, I, put I am. I am excited to see Ready Player One. So maybe I'll just go take Courtney and Tegan or yeah. whatever if, if you don't want to go see it. But um, I keep I keep toying with um, with getting the audiobook to mm-hmm. read it because I just know that that kind of thing is I'm, I'm not going to have the time to sit down and read it and, yeah. um, in you know, paper form. Um, so I keep going back and forth. But but then again, it's it's do I want most of the time I want to read the book before the movie, but because I know nothing about this story and just seeing the trailers, this world looks so exciting that I think it might be fun to be visually immersed in this world before I read this, the book. And it's Spielberg. Like it's not going to be bad. I'm sure it's not. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not sure it's not, but (laughs) it's probably not going to be bad. It looks really fun and I'm excited and I love that like sci-fi kind of, Kind of it's one of those things I would I would like to go see it with the kids just because I like watching those movies with the kids, especially something that, you know, might be looking forward to because Courtney already read the book. Did he? Right? No. Court, did you read Ready Player One? Yeah. I thought so. You read Ready Player One? I read Ready Player One for um, my paper last year. Told you. Anyway, uh, also in March is Wrinkle in Time, which yes. we're definitely going to take the kids to go see. Yes, and Tegan is so excited about it, and it's really awesome. And um, I think, I mean, I just read the book. I, I had read it, I think, maybe just like the first part of it, possibly when I was a kid, but didn't really remember anything from it. And um, and so we got it, and then Tegan read it 
well, I don't remember where we were traveling, Grand Canyon. Mm. Um, and so she's so excited about it after having read it. And um, even though you can already tell that there's a lot more going on with this, I'm not sure if it pulls from some of the the other books in the, in the sequence. But, um, I mean, like, this is going to be, like, such a fun, beautiful Disney movie to go see with the family, which I feel like we just really need. No. Yeah. What else? Well, the next one I had was New Mutants, so I must have written this list before they pushed the release, and I'm pretty sure it's got pushed all the way to 2019. Which is the worst. But uh, also this year is Avengers Infinity War. Very exciting. Uh, First part. That's in May. Also in May, Solo, a Star Wars movie, which uh, we haven't seen anything for no trailers or anything, Um, but it's a Star Wars movie, so it's probably going to be pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deadpool 2 comes out in June. Nice. We saw, oh, we went to see The Commuter, which was really fun. We did go see The Commuter. I thought that that was great. And Liam Neeson, spot on with this. uh, Still doing it. Yeah. He's he's, still taking care of business. Yeah. And uh, I'm liking this as his like, uh, you know, second actor life uh, with like, with these kinds of films, these taken sort of bad. Do you think it's second actor life? I mean, because he I was mean, not very well uh, known before that. Like he Yes, he, got, he was. He was in Love Actually and a bunch of other stuff. I mean, I know he was in movies. He was in Michael Collins and Rob Roy. Uh, but he was quite up successful. until like Star Wars. He was just in, a different kind of actor famous. <laughs> either way, he's like 65 years old and um Jumping from still trains. awesome, yeah. So, something to aspire to, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> anyway, my, my point was just we saw a, a, a funny movie poster for Deadpool 2 when we saw The Commuter. Um, yes, but that's right. Ocean's 8 looks really fun, that Sandra does look Bullock. fun. I love Sandy Bullock and yeah. um, Kate Blanchett, yeah. I mean, Is that's her name, right? I think she's in it, Blanchett, yeah, yeah, she's fantastic, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That looks fun. And then, you know, some of the later stuff, Incredibles 2, I have on here. Jurassic World, which, or Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, which I wouldn't have really been excited about before we saw Jurassic World, because we didn't didn't even go to the theater to see Jurassic World, but I really enjoyed watching it. Yes. At home with the kids. And so, and the trailer for the new one looks pretty fun, too. So, I think we'll probably be going to that. Um, But Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out this summer. Yes. I mean, the list just kind of keeps going. There's Venom, Mission Impossible 6, uh, Alita Battle Angel, which looks pretty interesting. That looks really interesting. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. Um, it looks like something uh, that kind of ties a bunch of stuff that we've already seen, but also kind of makes it brand new, you know? Yeah. Uh, X-Men, Dark. this is like later in the year, but X-Men Dark Phoenix, Fantastic Beasts, new movie, uh, Aquaman. I don't care how bad Justice League was. I'm excited for more <laughs> DC movies. Yeah. It just doesn't matter to me. Right. Tomb Raider looks pretty fun. I'm very excited for Tomb Raider, and I can't express how excited I am that Alicia Vikander doesn't have to try to fake an American accent. Yep. It's a big deal for me. <laughs> yep. It ruined that Bourne movie. I mean, other well, things Bourne ruined the movie. Ruined, <laughs> <laughs> ruined the Bourne It really movies. didn't help, though. But, yeah. Right. Uh, and then... I mean, there was some stuff coming out that I didn't even... There's like this um, Holmes and Watson movie with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley coming out. No, there isn't. Oh, I think there is. 
Isle of Dogs, that stop motion. Yeah, Wes you know Anderson what? I think movie. that that's probably in my like top five looking forward to movies. Um, I didn't realize how much I love Wes Anderson Wes Anderson movies until like I really started to think about it. Right. Um, yeah that that looks amazing. Yeah, and I think we can probably close out with two Emily Blunt movies because she's our girl. Uh, there's A Quiet Place, uh, which is, I think, a horror movie that she made with John Krasinski. Really? And it looks... Oh, nope, I haven't seen a trailer. It sounds interesting. Here's where I might describe it if I could remember exactly what the description was. But <laughs> well, at the you. time I read, sounds pretty good. Okay. And Mary Poppins Returns is also supposed um, to come out this Mary year. Mary Poppins... Like, I, I've been waiting for this for, I don't even, a year and a half. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, they picked the right person because Emily Blunt is practically perfect in every way. That is factually accurate. Yeah. So, I don't know. We have a lot of movies to watch this year. A lot of movies to catch up on this year. Right. So, I think that we should, by February 1, come up with our list because we're already into January, so we're going to be behind. So, so, I mean, I have a list of 20 movies on my phone right now. Yeah, but these, you know that these are ones that, like, I, I forget what the rules were for this list. Movies exactly, that have, that we want to see but haven't made time to see. Yeah, but I felt like it was also, like, they needed to be, like, kind of in the past. Like, really past. So. You don't know what movies are on my list? <laughs> so, yeah, we'll just wrap it up. And uh, we'll be back soon. Talk about some comic books and some TV. Yes. And probably some more movies. So <laughs> it was fun. It was smart. We liked it.